Hey, it is L.A. Lloyd. Man, a big milestone today. Shinedown continues to break records. Most number one songs on the Rock 30. And Brent, we finally did it, dude. After knowing you for almost 20 years, today is your 20th time on the show, man. I'm honored. 20 freaking times, dude. I mean, nobody... I mean, we might have Papa Roach or Disturbed, might be 16, 17, but you, you finally broke yeah. the 2-0, dude, which I'm pretty excited about. Well, I got to give all that love to you, man, and obviously your listeners, but uh, anytime I can have an opportunity to talk to you, my friend, uh, it makes my absolute day, so I'm stoked to be here. Well, thank you so much. Well, you know, you were last year, uh, the 22nd anniversary of the Rock 30 July 4th weekend. Uh, and after waiting so long for this one to finally get out to the fans, I mean, once it was out there, was it relief? Was it a celebration? I mean, probably a little bit of all of that. But what were all of you guys uh, in the band just going like, man, this is, it's out there. It's theirs now. You know what? Um, it had so many uh, massive moments. It's still like we always look at things as a marathon. It's not a sprint. You got to look at the big picture. Um, but we were able to have a proper uh, album release in Tampa, Florida at a really, really cool record store uh, called Daddy Cools. And it was massive. Um, I think we signed for six and a half hours. Um, it was close to a thousand uh, Planet Zero vinyls that we signed that night. Wow. Um, it's the biggest debut, uh, the band of seven albums that we've ever had globally. Um, it hit number one on so many. I mean, it was astonishing, man. It, it really was like when it debuted at number one in so many different levels, uh, not just in America, but just globally. Uh, so, yeah, there was a bit of relief that finally it was done. I know more relief for Eric because uh, he's been a little silly in uh, certain interviews about the record. And people ask him, you know, what do you you know, what do you love most about this record? And he says very uh, openly that it's done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that, it's, that Now you all can have it like you take it. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, because he was like, I have PTSD. <laughs> from recording this thing. <laughs> it was a lot of work. It was created in the midst of a pandemic, and um, but it has so much life in it um, that uh, we're very proud of it. You know, you never know what you're going to get when you read reviews uh, of the band or a new album coming out, but I, I read this one. I wanted to share it. I don't know if you've seen it or not. I wanted to share it with the audience, but it said, the band has no age limit, has no time date sticker to their foreheads, they continue to follow the pulse of the times and lock into the thoughts and visions of the world around them. I mean, right there is kind of like the Cliff's note of Planet Zero and, and your band in general. I mean, that's that's got to make you feel good that people are are getting what you guys are going for. It does. A hundred percent. You know, me and you have talked about this many times. Um a lot of it has to do with the audience because the audience is constantly growing. Um, we only have one boss. It just happens to be everybody in the audience. So we take them with us at all times when we're in the studio and when we walk on stage, um, you know, they've given us a platform to be ourselves. And that's ultimately, I think what that person is um, describing is we don't necessarily look behind us. We're not looking in the rearview mirror. We're looking forward. We're appreciative of what we've done in the past, but what we're doing now and as we continue to move forward as musicians, as songwriters, as performers, uh, we do take it very seriously. And we don't really believe in, you know, age is a number and that's really it to us. Um, we've always kind of been very aware that our audience is eight to 80 uh, from anyone from all walks of life. Everybody from everywhere is welcome. Um, but yeah, man, try to never write 
the same song over and over again and do our best to not make the same record twice. Well, I appreciate you saying age is, is just a number. I just turned 61 yesterday and I was watching Motley Cruz. So I, I was like, well, if I'm here, damn it, and there's 60,000 other people, I don't feel too old after a while, after all, man. I'm not just saying this because we know each other and we're friends. <laughs> I'm I'm shocked by that. You do not look anywhere near that. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. I would have that. never guessed that. Well, thank you. You kind of described this a little bit last time you were on the show, you know, and, and even the critic kind of picked up on this. You know, you wrote it in real time because you were going through everything right along with everyone else, uh, you know, experiencing the world around you. Uh, and we have several songs, two or three, that I want to talk about, uh, especially dealing with the times here, if you will. But do you feel like, um, you know, as you mentioned, how this album just debuted number one globally in so many different ways, just because people were so attracted to the words and, and the music that you guys were writing about? I mean, it, it just was honest, it was organic, and it just had everything that we were all just going through. I think the biggest comment about it was right on. Like, I, I remember a lot of people were like when they heard the first single, Planet Zero, and then they heard the Grat track, um, Saints of Violence and Innuendo. Obviously, when the record came out, uh, now they can digest a lot of what's in there. Um, that people were what we tried to do was give people back their confidence in one another. Um, but listen, you know, we're discussing heavy subject matter not unlike what we're doing in the other shine down records i mean me and you've talked about this before you know over the years you know i'm the main lyricist in the band um i will say that barry and zach and eric really contributed a lot to the lyrics um on planet zero um i welcomed it this time yeah um and we did it also too on on attention attention but I think more than anything, how we looked at it was we still have to rise up like we, we can't allow ourselves as a society uh, to be deconstructed by certain, quote unquote, gatekeepers or people that think that they're in total control because that's just not the way it is. Right. You know, there was a lot of responsibility in the studio asking the question, are we doing the right thing with each individual song? Are we saying everything that we really want to say here? Is that the message here? Does this song allow us to get to this next song, the story of what's happening and the evolution of what's going on in this record? You know, for people that think that we just kind of walk in there and come up with some songs and put them together and then throw them on a record and hope that it, you know, works. Yeah. It's not like that. There's a lot of detail involved. There's a lot of sleepless nights, really just refining what you're doing, asking yourself the number one question we always make sure that we're keeping each other accountable for. Is it honest? Right. Is it truly what we believe? Um, and as long as you're honest, man, no matter what, um, you will find the path that you need to go towards. Um and I think that Planet Zero, you know, look, as a guy that's been talking about mental health for the last 20 years. Um, before it was in headlines or before it was talked about a lot. Um, that's an importance of who this band is and us bringing an awareness to that uh, with people and them understanding that, uh, you know, look, don't be afraid of your failure. Don't be afraid to go out on a limb and do something magnificent, even if you think that you may not be capable of it. Don't focus so much on a plan B with your life, focus on an A plan, whatever you really want, whatever you truly want for yourself, doesn't matter how long it takes to get there, just get there. Don't be afraid to um, 
your legacy is just not, I don't believe is going to be built by your failure. I think your legacy is built by the foundation that you refuse to give up. And that's really the heart of what Shine Down is and what we try to represent. Well, you know, that kind of leads me into uh, Daylight. Obviously, you know, you've kind of described this and, and congratulations on it being your 19th number one. But, you know, Thank you've you. said it, it depends on the individual, but the element of, of what gets you to tomorrow, what gets you to the daylight. And it can be anything uh, that's something you can hold on to, comfort, confidence. So personally, you know, when you go back to some of your darker times, what did you have that brought you finally back to the daylight? 100% my son my my boy yeah that young man teaches me so much on a daily basis that he's not even aware of um but we talk about it a lot more he's going to be 15 in december and uh we went through a lot i was away from him a lot during the pandemic and um before we were actually able to like be with one another but thank god for facetime and technology and being able to to utilize that but that's the beauty of daylight also like you were saying Daylight is anything that gets you to tomorrow. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a person, place, or thing, or it can be all the above. Um, you know, I've, I've often said that Daylight was, it's a gift on the record. It was one of the last songs that was written during the writing process, and it kind of fell in our lap in a lot of ways. You know, Eric had the piano part. As he played it, the words just like the song itself just literally came very quickly to everybody in the room. But daylight can be your friend. It can be your family. Um, it can also be, you know, your favorite coffee shop that you go to every morning for 20 minutes just to have some solace before you have to start your day. It can right. also be your dog or your cat, yeah. or, you know, whatever it is. It's just <laughs> those little things in life that um that make you want to see tomorrow uh we tried to make it a very universal song and i think we accomplished that the first weekend that i listened to um planet zero uh the song i kept going back to and i, I was actually uh driving down to san antonio to visit a friend of mine so i had a lot of time to spend in the car there and it was america burning and the, yeah. the song uh, who doesn't love a parade with gasoline and grenades i mean that to me, I was just like, and when I first heard it the first time, I was like, hip, hip, hooray. I was like, where is he going with this song? And then all of a sudden, boom, that hit yeah. me. And I'm like, holy cow, this song really just drove it home for me, man. That was me and Eric that wrote that. It had to be done. It was just one of those things where we were giving ourselves different examples and not necessarily excuses of why maybe we shouldn't put it on the record. But then it was more about we don't really have a choice. We're going to have to. That song in particular is very much a warning of a moment in time in human history. Right. And I remember there was one interview that I did um, a month or so back. And the individual was trying, I think, in their own way to pigeonhole the song and kind of put it on one side, if you will, right. uh, from a political standpoint and a polarization of it. Well, you've written this, you know, obviously about the social unrest during the pandemic and, you know, all of the businesses that were burned and all the riots in streets and all these different things. And I go, you think that's the only thing that I'm talking about in, in this song? How do you know I'm not talking about January 6th? Right. On top of that as well. Right. <laughs> how do you, how, how do you know I'm not talking about, you know, all of the other elements around this country that, you know, as citizens, we need to stand up and take a, a really long, hard look 
at ourselves and understand that it's always going to come back to us. Right. You know, I've often said it, you know, from a political standpoint, the powers that be and the representatives on both sides, you know, they're not gods. You know what I mean? Like there's more of us than there are of them. You know, right. they're there to represent the citizens. It all starts with us. If you don't want this chaos and you don't want this to continue, you have to analyze what's actually happened. And then only through working together can you truly move forward right. and have a positive outcome. Right. You're not always going to agree with everybody. You, it's OK to have a disagreement. But just because you have a disagreement with somebody doesn't mean that, you know, like, I'll just put it on me just because I might disagree with somebody doesn't mean I want to fight them. Right. You know, I want to learn something from them. I want to understand what you're saying. I want to tell me how you feel so that I can better understand it. And that's how you have a constructive conversation. And then through compromise and respect of each other, you formulate a way of putting all that constructive criticism and that conversation into action that is actually going to benefit society. Again, that that song is just it just hits me in so many ways. And and I just still one of my favorites on the album so many studies have been, you know, talking about how disconnected we are as a society. And, and simply, I think it's just due to everything is right at our fingertips on our on our phone. And as I mentioned, I was at a show last night. There was 50,000, 60,000 people at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. One common goal to go there, to forget about our problems for a bit. And Shinedown has always done this pre-pandemic. I mean, it is always, you know, I love the part of your show you did many years ago. Turn to the person to your left. Turn to the person yeah. to your right. See who's there beside you. Uh, this has always been a, a big thing for you, but um, do you feel like we're getting still further and further apart, or do you feel post-pandemic we are starting to slowly come a little bit back to the middle? I can tell you at Shinedown shows, people are arm-in-arm, hand-in-hand, yeah. like just having the most amazing time. I know we are having an amazing time on stage you know, watching them celebrate being back together. That's the beauty of music. We've gone into detail with each other, you know, so many conversations that me and you have had about the power of music and why music is medicine and why the philosophy of, of a certain individual is one of my favorite quotes of all time. Without music, life would be a mistake. You know, it brings us all together. It truly does. I 100% believe that people are being a lot more patient with each other they're also understanding I'm seeing this unique wave with social media, though, not where people are kind of separating from the ones that want to be on social media from the moment they get up to the moment they go to sleep versus the people that think for their own sanity, if you will, have put targeted times during the day that they're on social media. They have alarms that kind of go off and go, yo, man, you've been on this thing for like four hours. Get off. You're right. Right. Um, which is something that you kind of have to do, especially if you're plugged in. I'll be honest with you, man. Something that I've done recently that I just didn't realize that I hadn't been doing it very often. Uh, when I'm out on the road, I will take on days off if I can. I'll just go for a walk and try to find like a park or somewhere where um, I can just be outside and I just simply take my shoes off, man, and walk around in the grass just to <laughs> connect awesome. with the earth. Right. Like I did, like I remember the last time I I couldn't remember the last time I did it on this uh, last run that we did in Canada. I would go out on certain days off, and I would just you know just find a an open field somewhere, or something where I could just walk around, you know, without my shoes, just to kind of get connected to the planet 
again. But in answer to your question, yeah, man, I still believe in human beings. I still believe in humanity. And I do believe the human beings that were inherently good. And I do think people are, are coming back together um, a lot more each and every day moving forward than maybe some people would have thought. Because listen, you're always going to have certain people that don't want to go back to everybody being together again. Yeah. Like they looked at the pandemic as something joyous where they didn't have to talk to anybody. They didn't right. have to be in front of anybody. But human beings were not designed to live like that. So um, I'm respectful of who you are as an individual and what you want for your own personal self. But as far as I'm concerned, I want to be around people. I uh, I need that. We just can't shake uh, growing up in the South. Sometimes we got to get that barefoot feeling, don't we? 100%, man. <laughs> and I lost it, I think, for a little while because... I remember the first day I went out and did it. I actually, I, I, I went outside. I found a park nearby. I took a couple of resistance bands with me and, uh, and a kettlebell. Yeah. And I just took my shoes off and my socks off, man. I just did a workout on the grass. That's awesome. It was, it was really, it was, uh, it helped. It like, uh, it, it was good to do it. Yeah. So uh, one thing I read about, you know, meeting, I'm always intrigued when, you know, musicians meet other musicians. And I read there was this chance encounter. Uh, you were doing a rehearsal there in Nashville back in 2011. And uh, you happened to run into Robert Plant in the restroom there. I mean, obviously, yeah. it was surprising you. But, you know, when you walked out of the bathroom, I mean, did you did you see Zach or some other guys? And holy cow, I just ran into Robert Plant. What was that moment like for you, man? He's a legend, you know. It's like, what, what do you say? That was exactly how it was. And it was Zach, actually, that I ran into. So we were at SIR in Nashville, and we were rehearsing for the Anything and Everything tour during the Sound of Madness touring cycle. Um, and for whatever reason, like the we didn't know who was next door to us, but we would periodically, when we would go outside, we would hear them next door. And they were doing these kind of bluegrass folk versions of Zeppelin songs. <laughs> and there was no vocal. We couldn't hear anybody sing, but right. we could tell what it was. Yeah. And we were like, oh, that's super rad. I wonder who that is. Um, it ended up being Allison Krauss and Robert Plant. Right. Um, I went to the restroom one day, man, and I'm just in there using the restroom and person comes next to me and I just happened to kind of like look over and cause he's very tall. Really? He's like six, 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 six. He's big. Wow. He's I had really no tall, idea dude. he was that tall. He's a very tall. <laughs> um, I was just like, holy crap. Um, Robert Plant is uh, next to me. And so I, did my business. I washed my hand and I kind of like scurried outside. Zach was coming out of the room. This was the days of like the razor flip phones. Right. Right. Um, I said, Zach, Robert Plant is in the restroom. <laughs> and he goes, what? <laughs> and, um, I, and as I'm saying it to him, he walks out and I don't ever, um, only two people that I've ever asked if I could get a picture with, um, that I can recall. And it was Scott Weiland when he was fronting, uh, Velvet Revolver yeah. and Robert Plant. And like, Zach was right there. And I was like, I'm not asking him for a picture. And, and Zach, he's like, he walks past us, smiles. And Zach goes, Hey Robert. And he turned around right away. And he's like, can we get a picture, man? And, uh, and Robert could not have been more of a, of a gentleman said, absolutely, mate. <laughs> And he took a picture with us. That's amazing. He's super rad. Well, that's a great story. Uh, I got to say for all of our listeners in Austin, uh, you're coming here October 2nd. Uh, this will be the first time that Shinedown's been here since 2016. So we're looking at six years now. You and 
Uh, Zach did do the Smith and Myers drive-in there last December yeah. of 2020, I think it was 21. I I lose track of days, but anyway, I think it was 20. Yeah, it would have been tw- December 2020. 2020, right? So we yeah. were still pretty. You heavy. brought your daughter with you. I did. I did. You God gave us the royal treatment that night. So I know what it's like myself personally. For that listener who's still going, like, yeah, I hear L.A. Lloyd talk about Shine Down. He's playing them all the time. I've never been to one of their shows, but yeah. I'm thinking about going. Brent, tell them, tell them what they're going to be missing if they sit at home that night. Man, what I would just say is, you know, the touring industry is alive and kicking, and that's a beautiful thing. And obviously, there's a lot of stuff going on. What I would say is one thing that we wanted to do with this tour is bring uh, some people with us that, you know, mean a lot to us and we feel are breaking new ground. Um we're bringing our boy John Harvey with us, and we're bringing our our guy Jelly Roll with us. It's a very eclectic night of music. It's going to be super fun. It's not going to be the norm. Um, yes, it's going to be rock and roll to the bone, but it's a massive production, and I guarantee you, you'll have the time of your life. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Brent Smith, 20th time on the L.A. Lloyd Rock 30, Planet Zero, now available. I, I've seen the videos of the production, man. I, I've i almost, you know, like I was waiting for the album. I cannot wait for this tour to come to Austin so I can see it live, man, and 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 see you in person and give you, give you a big old hug, man. I can't wait, man. I'm stoked, man. It's going to be fun. All right, my friend. Take care, and I appreciate you being on the Rock 30 today. Appreciate you, brother.